Olivia knocked on the door to the wood frame house Cassie Webster shared with Scotty Ferris. Cassie's mother, Lois, opened the door. She was a petite woman, a little too thin, and her narrow face looked ravaged. Olivia, please come in. Nell said you were going to stop by. She just left to go back to work a few minutes ago. Liv handed the woman the mac-and-cheese casserole she'd had Wayne put together, figuring there was no better comfort food in the world than mac-and-cheese. Lois took the dish from her hand. Thank you. I don't think Cassie could hold anything down at the moment, but sooner or later she'll have to eat something. All of you will, Olivia said, walking into the living room as Lois closed the front door. Cassie sat on the sofa, her face bone-white, her chin-length brown hair still sleep-tangled, hazel eyes staring out at nothing. She was petite like her mother, but curvy, the kind of person whose glass was always half-full instead of half-empty. "'Cassie, honey, I'm so sorry,' Olivia walked toward her. The girl's head turned toward the sound of Liv's voice, and her eyes filled. Thank you for coming. Liv sat down beside her, reached over, and took hold of her icy hand. I wish there was something I could do. I know. I just... I feel sick all the way to my soul. My heart says Scotty can't be dead. I tell myself it can't be true but I know it is. Liv squeezed her hand. The police are going to find the man who did it. I know that won't make the pain you're feeling go away, but it's something to hold on to. Cassie swallowed. I don't, don't understand what happened. Why was Scotty down at the harbor? I thought maybe you'd know the answer to that. Cassie just shook her head. It was his regular poker night. Scotty went over to the Seaside Motel to play with Ben Friedman and some of the guys. Ben was the owner of the motel. He lived in an apartment behind the office. Cassie had mentioned that Scotty played with the same group of men every week. I knew Scotty wouldn't be home till late, she continued, dabbing a Kleenex against her eyes. But it got later and later and he didn't show up, and I got worried. Then the police arrived, and Chief Rosen said he was... said he'd been killed, that Scotty had been murdered. She started sobbing, and though Olivia wasn't much of a hugger, it was all she could think of to do. I'm so sorry. She rubbed Cassie's back and just held her, let her cry out some of her grief. Eventually, the girl raised her head and blew into the Kleenex. I have no idea what Scotty was doing at the harbor, or why someone would try to rob him. Scott never carried much money. A little more tonight, maybe, since he was playing cards, but not enough for someone to kill him. Whoever did it couldn't have gotten away with very much. Cassie sniffed into the Kleenex. He had a smartphone, but it was an old one, probably not worth very much. 
Olivia sifted through the information, which made absolutely no sense. Maybe it wasn't about the money, she heard herself saying. Maybe it was something else. Cassie looked up. Maybe it was just some rotten piece of filth who likes to hurt people. It happened. These days it happened way too often. Or maybe Scotty was just in the wrong place at the wrong time. Olivia knew only too well how badly that could turn out. It was the reason she'd wound up in Alaska. He was such a great guy, Cassie said, grabbing a fresh Kleenex out of the box and wiping at the wetness that kept rolling down her cheeks. I'll never find another man like him. Olivia made no reply.